Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, Jesus introduces another important contrast that has to do with the subject of prayer. We'll spend this week and the next in Matthew 6, 5 through 8. We'll quickly agree that praying is a good thing. Indeed, it's a commanded thing. We should pray often, even unceasingly. But like most good things, even prayer can be corrupted. We learned last week that giving to those in need can be done in ways that void many blessings from God that you might otherwise expect. The similarity in warnings about giving and prayer is this issue of doing so with hypocrisy in our hearts. In other words, doing a good thing outwardly, but with wrong motivations in the heart. It seems that if we're doing good things for the purpose of appearing to be righteous to our fellow man, well, let's just say that is not pleasing to God. We can conclude then that of utmost importance is that we as Christians know and understand the difference, so that as Colossians 1.10 says, we will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please Him in all respects. Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, Pray Like This, Part 1. One thing about their prayers is that they had become ritualized. The wording of the prayers was often formulaic. It was memorized to be repeated by rote. Those two or three times a day prayer in the temple could very easily degenerate from genuine devotion into an opportunity to just parade your piosity. You could say the prayer more eloquently than, than someone else could because you knew the ritual better. Closely related to that, they had developed prescribed prayers for, for virtually every occasion. Now, you can repeat a prescribed prayer, and it, if it happens to be what you genuinely are thinking in your heart, um, that's perfectly fine. But it can also be just an outward pretense of devotion. It could be just a show. They also limited prayer to mainly to those specific times and those occasions. Now, there's nothing wrong with praying at predetermined times. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong at, at praying in conjunction with uh, certain activities, like praying at every meal or having a set time in your day to pray. But when that's all you do is pray, when that's all you do to pray is hit the mark of those specific times, you're missing the point that prayer is a, is a relationship thing. It's a person-to-person communication between you and God. 1 Thessalonians 5.17, that command, pray without ceasing, I don't see a schedule attached to that. That's anytime, anywhere, anybody, any issue, you can pray at all times. They also put very high esteem on long prayers. We know what Jesus said. This is just, uh, oh, the day or two before he went to the cross. We saw it in Mark chapter 12 when we studied Mark last year. It says, in his teaching, he was saying, beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes. They were there walking around in long robes when he said that. 
and like respectful greetings in the marketplaces and chief seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets who devour widows' houses. And then he goes on right after this to talk about the widow who gave the last two things, last two coins she had and then went home basically to give up. That's what their religion did to them. And listen to this. And for appearances' sake, offer long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. Wow. That's pretty strong words. Now, it isn't that a long prayer automatically makes you a hypocrite. Automatically means you're insincere. But a long prayer lends itself to pretense. Many people back then and many people now believe that the longer the prayer, the more likely that it will be answered in the affirmative. And that's another problem. We only think of answered prayer as we got what we wanted. Uh, All prayers are answered. We'll get to that in the next couple of visits here. The fifth thing that we know about this is that they frequently used meaningless repetition, just like pagans did in their prayers. Do you remember how the priests of Baal prayed during that uh, battle of the sacrifices that they had with Elijah? Uh, we're told about it in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 26 and verse 29. It says, Then they called on the name of Baal from morning until noon, saying, Oh, Baal, answer us. And it came about when midday was past that they raved until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. We're just going to keep saying it and 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 saying it. And And eventually we're going to wear him down and he will answer us. But there's another one, very closely related as well. It was the worst fault. It was the overarching flaw that Jesus was getting at here is that they prayed with the desire to be seen and heard by other people. Now, is it a sin to repeat a prayer over and over again? No. That can be the outpouring of an earnestly felt need. I mean, is there anybody that you know that isn't saved and you keep praying for them? Of course you do. It's not the repetition itself. It's the repetition So that you repeat it enough times to make sure that everybody there knows what you're saying. Same with a long prayer. Sometimes a long prayer is the only way to unburden your heavy heart. Same thing with praying at a specific time. That can be a very healthy spiritual discipline. Uh, Even praying a well-written prayer on a specific occasion, that might truly express your heart to God and and what you really mean, those things aren't wrong in themselves, except when they're taken too far and mainly in order to be seen and heard by men. That's evil. If your desire in praying is to be seen and heard by men, that's it. That's not motivated for the glory of God. That's motivated for self-glory. That's just pride. It's hypocrisy. If you want people to notice you praying, or if you want them to know that you pray a lot, then your greatest reward will be if they notice. Now next, Jesus gives us a very simple and direct description of how to pray. 
a way that you pray that is pleasing to God. How and where to pray. Verses 6 and 7. We'll start with verse 6. But you, when you pray, there's the phrase again, when you pray, go into your inner room. Close your door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now go to your inner room. Well, where's that? Well, it's where you would go if there was a tornado coming. What he means is, get alone, get isolated. The point is to do the opposite of making yourself conspicuous. The emphasis isn't on the layout of the place in which you you pray. It's the attitude of your mind when you pray. Prayer, according to Jesus, is to be done mainly at a time when you shut out the world. You get alone with God. You go to to, to your inner room where it's just you and the Lord. And nobody else is watching. And nobody else is hearing. And he says, shut the door. That describes secluding yourself from distractions. Most of your prayer is meant to be in private between you and God. Corporate prayer, well, it, it has a, a valid place. I, I prayed on behalf of us all earlier in the service. We are told to come together and to pray, for example, for the, for the king and for all who are in authority uh, over us. We're, we're told to, uh, to pray uh, together. That's perfectly fine. But it should be a small fraction of our prayer time compared to praying in private. Now look at a cool phrase there. Close your door and pray to your father who is in secret. God meets you in that secret place. Well, after all, He's with you all the time, everywhere, anyway, right? He is, om- he is omnipresent. But the only purpose for flaunting your praying is so that other people will be impressed. And notice He says, God is in secret. Not just He sees in secret. He does see in secret, but He's there. He's there. You don't have to go find Him. He's with you. And just Shut off everything else and and talk to him. You know what? He likes that. He enjoys that. It pleases him. And then it says, your father who sees in secret means that he's not impressed with the outward display that other people see. He responds to you on the basis of what's in your heart. Even if you are doing that praying in public, even if other people do see it, even if they are impressed, God is going to deal with one thing, you and your heart. That's what he's going to respond to, regardless of any facade that you might put up along the way. There's a song that Marsha and I like. It's not a profound song. It's not particularly spectacularly artful, but one line from it we love. God is not impressed with the loftiness of men. Oh, I remind myself of that all the time. Now look at verse 7. And when you are praying, so notice, when you pray, when you pray, when you are praying, he assumes you're going to pray. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. This is a condemnation of certain kinds of prayers that are essentially patterned after pagans. 
It's pagan thinking that says... If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.